if I'm in the bathroom and you keep knocking and I acknowledge that, hey, I'm in the bathroom, but you keep knocking, you know, what are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do when another person is harassing you when you clearly tell them that you're in the bathroom? I'll tell you what you do. Everybody. Welcome back to another episode of uh, Bobby's World Podcast. Um, this weekend was kind of cool because um, I went to my friend Jackie and Angelo's house. They have a pool. Uh, it was pretty warm on Saturday. It was kind of humid. But Sunday was a little bit breezy. Now, I, I love a good breeze. Because if you speak to my sister Katie on her phone, I'm called Bobby Breeze. Because every time there's a breeze, I have to mention it. So if you feel a, a nice gust of wind, I'm like, oh, look at that breeze. Oh, look, feel that breeze. And she's like, stop saying it. We all feel it. You don't have to keep saying it every time you feel a breeze. And that's, you know, that's that's right. I don't have to say it. But it feels good. You know, I've always wished that if I had a house, and if it was a nice breezy day, that I would lay on my deck, on my porch... Or whatever. Uh, you know, probably naked. And just feel that breeze hit my body. That's something I always wanted to to do. If I had an apartment with a terrace. On like a, on like a really brisk, breezy night. I'd definitely lay on the terrace. If I had a hammock on the terrace. I'd be out there. Would I be naked? Probably not. Because if you live in the city. Someone's probably going to see you. But if I had it high enough or private enough. Yeah, I'd be naked. Why not? You know, feel that brisk on your, feel that brisk breeze on your balls. That's got to be something special. I never experienced that, but I like it when the breeze hits my neck, hits my leg, when it hits my face. It feels good. So I can only imagine on your bare ass what it's gonna feel like with that brisk breeze. So my little sister Katie's, you know, wish I didn't say that. So this was pretty much for her, because she hates when I say the word brisk breeze. So there you go, Katie. Brisky, breezy, Bobby. Um, but back to what I was originally saying, they have a the pool's heated. It's a little heated pool, but it was still, it was still uh, a bit nippy, or a bit brisky, breezy, to go in. So we just sat by the sun. Uh, they live in New Jersey, by the way. Just so you guys, you know, they live in New Jersey. So I have a nice house, nice big backyard. They invited us over. You know, we took all the precautions you could so no one gets the Rona. But uh, it was just the four of us just hanging out. The sun felt good. I haven't felt sun like that in a long time. I mean, yeah, you go for the I go for the walks in the morning. Sometimes I sit on, on my fire escape. But, you know, you're not feeling that just the nice sun on your on your uh, on, on your face. And uh, I'm a ginger. Right. So we like vitamin D anyway. Which is why every time you see a red-headed person, they look kind of pale. You know, uh, there are some pale people in the world. Like, all around the world. There's lots of pale people. Uh, now, lots of red-head people are in Ireland and Scotland. You know, there's some redheads in America, obviously. But it doesn't matter if you're from Ireland or Scotland. Or you have Celtic blood running through your body. If you have red hair... You are definitely one of the whitest people in the world. Because when I was in that sun, like, okay, I know I'm white. I see myself. I look at my arms. They're white. But in the sun, dude, it's scary. It's almost like a reflective taping. Like, you know, in some buildings there's a fire. You see the, ref the reflective tape. That's kind of how I feel like my skin looks when the sun hits it. it, it I look like a, like, a, like a vampire from Twilight. It's kind of scary. And it takes me a long time to get sun. Because I can get sunburned easily. So I got to be careful. 
Usually I wear like a UV shirt. I put on SPF one, you know, one thousand, whatever it is, every forty minutes, whatever the requirements, uh, the requirements are for that, the directions. Then I'm doing it. You know, if my girlfriend's with me, she's like my mom because she's like, oh, you gotta put on sunscreen. Don't wanna get burned. You know, that's fine. I should have put it on yesterday. I'm not burned, but I do have a little bit of redness, but nothing major. It's not bad. It might become a tan. And then in, in a day later, it'll be back to white. So it's very difficult for me to get a, a nice tan. Unless I'm outside every single day. When I was younger playing stickball or playing basketball, yeah, I had a nice tan. But now, I don't do those things. You know? So I don't really get much of a tan. So when I do go out, I got to be extra careful. Because I have no uh, layer of protection. It's just my white, bony, shiny skin with the hot ass sun so I definitely have to be careful with that but it felt good you know like the sun felt good we had some some chips and some dip you know typical hot dog hamburger combo um we had a couple drinks you know it was like maybe three four hours nothing crazy like we used to do you know my girlfriend had to go to work so we don't want to stay too late but it, it was nice you know we did that pretty cool um you know I enjoyed their company and it was pretty fun. I first time I played, played Uno. Never played Uno in my life. And I played Uno for the first time. And I can see how that game can become violent. Because with all the special cards, you never know what's going to happen. I had Uno probably almost near every game we played. Never won. I, I didn't win any games. It was really just the Greek people who won the games. It was my girlfriend and Angelo. They're both Greek. And they both won every single game. Me and Jackie, we know we won nothing. We didn't win anything. Uh, definitely Jackie got screwed the most because people kept giving her those pick up two, pick up four. You know, so she kind of got screwed every game. She probably had almost half the deck basically every single game that we played. So I was doing, I was doing better than her. But we still didn't win. So what does that, what does that matter? Uh, so that was fun. And then the day before... It was humid, so I kind of wish that the days were switched because it was kind of humid and disgusting on Saturday. But we went to the back of the building with my mother-in-law, her boyfriend, my boy Mike, you know, my mother-in-law's boyfriend's son, and uh, our friend Joey came. So we kind of had like a little backyard, back alleyway uh, barbecue. So that was pretty cool. Uh, he definitely burnt the first set of meat on the uh, shish kebab, but that's fine. The other ones were good. Can't complain about everything. He had uh, made some nice, uh, what do you call those things? Asparagus. I do like asparagus. And they made some nice cucumber thingies. And they made lamb. And I think it was lamb... I think it was beef. And I'm not sure if the first one was chicken or not. Because it was so burned. Or burnt. You know, I have no idea what, what it was supposed to be. I'll tell you that it was extra crunchy. And it tastes like shit. So I had to dunk it in some hot sauce. And some uh, a nice little combination of mayonnaise and ketchup. Which is really just Russian dressing. To try to get some flavor and some moisture. Back into, back in that, back in, you know, into that meat. Because it was out of control. Um, if you notice, maybe I stuttered a few times because I had about three cups of coffee. So right now I'm hyped. Uh, I'm extra, I feel, I'm feeling extra alive right now. I'm feeling extra spunky. So I apologize. I try to talk a little bit slower. I know I could talk really, really fast and my accent can kind of be like, what did you just say? And you got to rewind it and you know, that's annoying. So I'll try to be a little bit slower, but it was a pretty good weekend first time i did anything really in nine weeks so it was good to kind of break that routine besides just going for a walk listen going going for the going for a nice four or five mile walk every day you know going to the supermarket early in the morning to get some stuff that you may need is not the same as actually hanging out and being with your friends so yeah it's kind of it's kind of wild but it you know it is what it is what can you do so, the weekend was pretty cool. Um, I noticed, I looked at my stats. 
And, uh, you know, we have about, uh, I will say what, 1,350 views now. So that's pretty good. You know, I'm not mentioning views like, oh, wow, I'm a somebody. I'm just shocked that people still listen to this podcast. So thank you. I also noticed that Romania and Russia and Cambodia, I have apparently one listener in each of those three countries. So, uh, again, I thank you for listening to this uh, podcast from apparently all over the world now. So, that's good. Um, what else? So, that was pretty much the weekend. Um, as far as gaming goes, I got the Platinum for Street of Rage 4. Uh, it was pretty difficult. Yes, that was a page-turning also, I don't care. So like, so someone wrote back. Uh, someone commented to me in the DM. To like, you should have a more professional podcast where I don't hear your pages turning. Well, on the late show with uh, James Corden, you hear pages turning. David Letterman, you hear pages turning. Um, on the church, that was happening now. Coco Diaz farts. So. Who gives a shit about it if a page turns, you know? I mean, I got to keep myself in some kind of uh, organization. Because first you complain that it's man random. Then you complain that your page is turned. Well, if I don't turn the page, I can't get to the next part of my podcast. And if I don't have a structure, bro, then I'm just going to spit out uh, everything. And I'm going to talk about everything. And then I'm not going to know what I even talked about. Because it happened on other podcasts. Something like I say something... And I don't even remember what the hell I was talking about. And then I'm I'm lost. In my own words. In my own thoughts. And you're listening to it. And you're like bro this guy needs to write shit down. So here you are. I'm writing stuff down. So I have to turn the page. Whatever I had to say. The next page will continue. So I apologize. But I got the plan. I'm in Street Rage 4. It was difficult. Yes. But once I unlocked Shiva, it became a little bit easier. And then, like I said in the, in the previous podcast, it's really not about how many combo hits you have. It's the power of the combo or the, or the power of the hit to make the combo color change. So really, in every single stage, there's two areas where you can get high hit combos if you're fast and uh, have a strategy. So the fourth state is the hardest because of how the level is and the breakdown and then the space between each enemy. But I realized you could probably get a nice 60-65 hit combo in the beginning of stage four. Okay? And if you can kind of get another 50 hit combo... Towards where the end, before you go to the next platform to on the beach, there's a, the cop area. The cop with the shield, and you have Barney with the friggin' uh, electrical taser. If you, listen, if you could use a special and break those cops' um, force shields, okay, and keep that damn Barney away from his electric taser then you can probably get a good 50, 60 hit combo, okay? If there's a lot of enemies on the screen and you have a big bank of combo, just walk away. Let that combo sink in, get those points, and you'll probably have more than enough points to get the S ranking. So once I realized that, not to be scared of using my special to keep the combo going or to or to create a combo or to... If I'm going to get hit, use it to as a defensive mode, a defensive uh, protection to keep the combo and get the hell out of the way. It's worth it. Because a 65 hit combo is worth a lot more than, what, a 500 point for a star? I mean, who cares? Right? If you have 17,000 points or 15,000 points before you go down to the beach, you, you're probably most likely going to get an S ranking. And I realize that every stage has it. Even the last stage, which that last boss is a pain in the ass. But there's so much opportunity to get it. So on my YouTube channel, which apparently 
the I watched the video to you know make sure it was good. Yes, I used the bathroom. I apologize. Um, you have to fast forward to the pause. I could not hold it in. Nature calls. You know, is it a, is it a bad? Yes. Does it look professional? No, it doesn't. It's an amateur YouTube video. But I kind of showed what I did to get the S ranking and uh, the five hundred, uh, the five million point trophy, and then which led to the platinum trophy. So on my YouTube channel, I put it there so you have an idea. Um, every level after the fourth level, I got an answer, an S ranking on my first try, and then I did it with Streets of Rage uh, three Axel. And I did it with um, Adam from Street of Rage 4. So I did it with three different characters. So it's definitely possible. I said a lot of people use Floyd. Yes, Floyd is great. Because if you're if you're going to get hit or something's going to happen to you, you just, you just don't hit any other button but Triangle. He'll have an, uh, like an electric force field around his body. and uh, Or electricity around his body. And anyone in it will get hit, which, which will keep your combo going. So yes, it's very possible to make it to do with Floyd. It's probably a lot easier because his punches are so hard that uh, a 10 hit combo from Floyd is great. So if you're getting 50 hit combos with Floyd, I mean, you're definitely going to get the S ranking. I just find him too slow. So it's possible the arcade mode. Listen, if you're, if you're S ranking every level on hard and really not dying, because I only die, I think, once. And that was in, I think, the second stage from fighting Commissioner Gordon. Okay, I don't care what anybody says. That's Commissioner Gordon. Stop. So, I die with him. I always die with that guy. But every other boss, they're not even that fast. And their moves are so predictable that you can actually just not die. So, our, our arcade mode is not the hardest thing to do once you learn how to S-rank. And when you play arcade mode, you don't care about the score. Right, you care about survival. So don't get that apple or hamburger or whatever you choose to use as your icon for the food until you need it. Forget about the points. Right? Just you want to focus on surviving and getting that platinum. If you want to go if you want to go for points, by all means get it. But sometimes you can get ganged up at the wrong time and you wasted what, forty, forty five minutes, maybe an hour trying to beat the game and only to die because of your stupidity. So, you know, overall, Street of Rage 4 was excellent. Uh, I hope they do some DLC. I hope they add a couple more characters or whatever. Or hope they make a Street of Rage 5. Who who the hell knows? All I know is that I really enjoyed it and looking forward to another one. Or another beat-em-up very similar to this. There's so many beat-em-up games out there that they can revive or make again just like this. That would be amazing. So... Hopefully that happens. Um, Trine 4. I got the Platinum this, this weekend. Very relaxing game. Uh, nothing too difficult at all. Um, basically, it's just beat every level and collect all the items in the level. Which is... Some of them were kind of tricky. I had to go back to look for them because you overlook them. But in reality, I mean, you could do it yourself. It's not... You don't need a guide. It's pretty simple. Some of the puzzles were a little bit confusing. Because I always use the wizard way too often. And I kind of, I don't really cheat, but I kind of figure out puzzles a different way than probably what the developers wanted you to do. But it works. So I really enjoyed it. I'm happy that it was good because the third game, I mean, you're playing the game, you're near the end, and then all of a sudden the game's over. It like, it's almost like they didn't even finish the game, and they ended the game while you're playing the game. It was absolutely, it was disgusting. A lot of people were complaining about it. I didn't want to get Triumph 4, so I waited. There was a good sale on PSN, and it had a lot of good reviews. So I played the other three games. I said, you know, let, let me play the fourth game. And it's not the stupid trophies where, you know, stack 18 blocks and have the wizard stand on it or stuff, stuff like that. It was just really... Collect this, beat every level, done. So not the hardest platinum at all. But it's nice to play a game a little bit on the easier side after you play a hard one. Like I would never play Dark Souls 2, then Dark Souls 3, then Sekiro, then Bloodborne, 
that's not going to happen. I mean, I would go crazy. So I play a hard game, maybe do an easy one, bah, bah, bah. Um, somebody asked me what made me start getting Platinums. So to answer that question is, I think about 2008, something like that, near there, um, I had a pretty big PS3 collection and I had some trophies for games, but I never attempted to get the trophies because I didn't really care about the trophies. I just want to play the game, you know, on hard, do what I have to do, beat the game, boom, done. Uh, Then I lost my job. Right now, what I'm what I'm sad about is the PlayStation Three I used was my cousin's PlayStation Three, which I bought from him. He never used it, and I bought it from him. And he had some games on there that I never played, didn't care about. Um, but I set up a PSN account and everything, so I didn't know that those games on the play on the PlayStation became my games in my account. And none of those games now I can platinum except I think maybe one. Because everything else was online and all the games that were online during that time, servers are closed. So I'll never get those platinums. Which sucks because once I bought Batman Arkham uh, Arkham Asylum, that's when I said, you know what? I'm going to try to go for the platinum, right? So I had a bunch of games I beat and played. But I lost my job. So I couldn't afford any new games. And like I said, I had games that I played, but no Platinum. So I went back to revisit those games and see what the Platinums were about. So I read the description. I said, okay, you want me to collect everything in Arkham Asylum? No problem. I did that. Beat it on hard? No problem. I did that. Beat the challenges, yada, yada, yada. You know, do this combo move. And then I got the Platinum. And then I had Killzone 3. So to my brother, I said, yo, let's just try to get the platinum. He's like, well, how? Well, you know, we have to do this, this, and this online. Let's do it. I did that. And then you have the story mode options. Boom, platinum. So since I couldn't buy any games, this was almost like revisiting games and doing things differently than just playing the game. Because some of the trophies want you to do things that you would probably never do in a normal game. So because of losing my job and having no money... I figured, well, this is a good way to just replay games I can't afford to buy new ones. And that's how the um, trophy hunting started. So I try to get a platinum in every game that I play or buy. Because one, it keeps the game, you know, maybe gives a few more hours or to the game. Um, gives you a couple more difficulty options that you would never do. You know, it just really tries to test your skill. And a lot of people don't give a shit about trophies, you know? And I don't brag about them either. I don't really give a shit either way if I get it or not. There are some games I just can't get the platinum on and I move on. Like Manhunt, for example. They re-released it for PS4. They, you know, fix it up a little bit. They, like, kind of like a little like a little remaster. Cannot get the platinum in that game. I tried and tried. But after a while, when you become frustrated, then it's not, is it worth it? No. So, you know what? Move on next. I don't really care doesn't bother me at all that I can't do it. You know, some people can do things, other people can't. Am I the best gamer in the world? No. But I try. And if I can't do it, oh well. You gave it your best shot, move on. No need to harp on something you cannot do. Now, could I if I practice enough? Probably yes, but also, I don't care. I'm tired. I'm tired of practicing. And I'm tired of playing that game. It's time to just move on. So with the Trine 4 Platinum... That was my uh, 191st Platinum Trophy. When I beat Diablo 3 with my stepdad, that'll be 192. Now, on the PSN profile site, or, you know, PSN Trophy Leaders, or or True Trophies, whatever you use to see your stats, um, every milestone is always listed, you know, on your milestone uh, achievements on the website. So your first platinum, your fifth, tenth, twenty-fifth, fiftieth, seventy-fifth, you know, yada yada yada, will always be there. Now every now when I notice this, I try to do you know, let's say your eight thousandth trophy or your next level trophy, whatever, will always be on the list. So I kind of planned a lot of them. Like I knew 
my 125th would be a Batman game. So I said, okay, let me put the Batman game on and do it for that thing. Um, I really wish The Witcher was my 100th Platinum, not my 99th, because it'd be nice to have that there. I love that game. So my 200th trophy is coming up, Platinum Trophy. Eight more games, and I'll have it. Now, what game am I going to make my 200th Platinum? I don't really know. I only have but so many left, and I don't see anything coming out that's kind of interested me. As far as that, I do have lots of games that I want to play, but nothing to make it like, oh, my 200th Platinum. Like if it was Skyrim, Witcher 4, another Batman game, oh, yeah, absolutely, I'll do it. But anything else, I have no idea. So that's really how my Platinum Trophy uh, experience or starting to Platinum Hunt started. Was losing my job and having money to buy new games. So, hope that answers your question. The best I could on that. Um, my stepfather finally transferred all his data from his old PS4. Which the disc reader kind of bricked on him. So he could only play downloaded games and watch Netflix and shit like that from that, from that PS4. He bought a new one. He put the old one in the bedroom. So I guess him and my mom could watch the Netflix on there. And that's pretty cool. And he finally transferred all his data to the new PS4. So now we can go back to Diablo 3 today. Which should be good. Because we haven't played it in about a week or so. So hopefully we get that on the air. My boy Marlon bought the game. So now I'm helping him beat the game and, you know, we get the platinum together. Pretty cool because we all, we all played For Honor together. So that was awesome. So to play this again would be pretty cool. And it's as far as gaming, you know, that's pretty much, that's pretty much it. That's all I've been doing really. Oh, and we got every single three star, um, and Mario Kart 8. For the 150cc. Uh, it was awesome. Getting that. It was really cool. Because we you know, we practiced a lot. We did it. So you know, kudos to us. Now we're playing 150cc mirror. And Jesus lord bro. This is some fucking crazy shit. Everything you learned. In you know. The, the, the regular 150c. It's over. It's compl- You have to do everything differently. Um, the first, we did the first cup, I forgot what the, what it is, two stars. I got third place last match, which always seems to happen to me, but it wasn't that bad. But I know certain races or tracks will be ridiculous. So, kind of looking forward to that challenge. Uh, 200cc, we tried just for shits and giggles. Bro, if you don't know the shortcuts... By now, then you are not going to get first place at all. You have to know every single shortcut. You have to know how to drift to perfection. And you have to know when and when not to be in first place. So it's a little bit challenging, but hopefully we could do it. There's no rush for that, obviously. And then as far as Eva, she's still rocking Animal Crossing. And she has... Only needs 15,000 points for her last, I guess, gold medal from the Happy Home Academy. So, uh, you know, clearly she's kicking ass in that game. And, uh, you know, the typical people visit her. We got, you know, Super Alley. And then we have, a.k.a. Allison Nintendo Queen. And then our boy Steve, a.k.a. the Unfun Gamer. So he's doing his thing. Over there visiting each other, selling turnips. I mean, turnip prices is, a, is like almost like cocaine. Like, what's the value, right, in your island compared to what the value is in my island? Oh, you're selling for five hundred. Well, I'm selling for six hundred. So, so come over here and you know sell you, your turnips, get that profit margin. That's what it is over there. Uh, my clippers finally came. In. My hair clippers finally came in. Now, if you remember a few episodes ago, I cut my hair with um. I would say like a personal groomer kind of like um, razor. So, you, my, you know, my armpits, stuff like that. It's, you know, it, it has an attachment for your nose hairs. It's not meant to cut your hair hair. But my hair was getting out of control. So I kind of just 
buzzed my sideburns a little bit and around the ear because I was getting wings, which I hate. And then I kept cutting and it looked my, like I said before, I looked like a um, uncircumcised, no, I looked like a circumcised penis. That's how my hair looked. It looked horrible. Absolutely horrible. But it grew back. Nobody even knew, but it grew back. You know, the top of my hair I didn't cut, so that was extra long. It was almost nine inches long. So my hair had never been that long before. I couldn't take it no more. I was getting wings back again because that grew, and my hair grows pretty fast. I ordered these clippers in end of March. They just came last week. So I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to cut my hair. Finally, I'm going to do a nice little fade. Okay, no problem. So I took the clippers. And I put it right next to my ear, and I just buzzed in from, you know, my ear, and I curved it down to the back of my head using the measurement of the width of the razor, right? So I did that. Now, I like a short haircut. I don't mind a zero or a one. It doesn't really bother me in the sex. I do a fade, and I have a top like a two, so I can kind of style it a little bit. And that's how I always have my hair. You know, you've seen the pictures on my Instagram. You've seen my hair. It's no big deal. So the other side, bzzz, same thing. Now, I said, okay, let me put on like a, let me put on a nine millimeter. Which happened to be a mistake because I read it wrong. It was actually six. So when I buzzed the top of my head, I was like, oh, damn. I want tight, tight. Right? I want real tight, tight. I want like Marine Corps tight to my head. So, I finished doing my whole head. Now I had like a basically like a 0.5 on the side of my head. I would say like inch and a half width from my ear. So, that was a 0.5. The rest of my head was like a 6. So, there's a huge difference in hair. So, okay, let me get like a 2 millimeter and see if I can kind of do a fade. Well, that didn't work. So I said, okay, let me try the other millimeter clip, which then just actually kind of worked, but also cut my hair even shorter. So now I'm like, oh no, okay, we can't do this. So my hair is, my hair is jacked. But what I did was I just used the, I think it was the two millimeter, a 2.5 millimeter for the my whole head. Except for the side of my head. The sides of my head are a basically a zero with no fade. So it's a hard line. The best way I can describe it is kind of like if I was a villain in a futuristic movie, but that was released in the 90s. If that makes any sense. I kind of look like, but not really so dramatic, Denzel Washington's haircut. Not Denzel Washington's haircut. I look like Wesley Snipes' haircut from Demolition Man. Just not blonde, obviously. But that's kind of like the hair. I can kind of describe what I look like. Uh, it's absolutely horrible. So I have a bandana that I don't really use. So I just rolled it up. And I put it on like Rambo around my head. So you don't really see the fucked up fade. Which is not even a fade. It's more like a step. Right? It's like a step. It's not a fade. There's nothing... There's no ramp. Okay? It's just a step. That's that's the best way I can describe it. So to hide it when I go outside for a run or when I go to the store, I don't want to wear a hat. I, I, I don't, I'm not a hat fan anymore. I used to love hats. Now I don't, I don't like them anymore. So I just rolled up my bandana, you know, in a nice little, you know, inch uh, width. And I put it on my head like Rambo. To hide the fade. If you saw the Instagram photo at the barbecue, that's how I go out now. It's going to be part of my life until, one, the barber opens. Two, it grows back and no one notices. My girlfriend hates it, but I also hate my haircut. So I really have to hide it. And the bandana hides it perfectly. No one will have any idea that I fucked up my hair because the bandana is protecting it. So, thank God for bandanas. Because it's, be, it's wild. My hair looks like... I look like a freaking idiot. I'm telling you. I look like a villain from the future 
but a movie that was released in the 90s. If that's not the best description I can give you, then the second best one is Wesley Snipes in uh, Demolition Man. For sure. So that's that's that. Okay? That's how it's been going over here. Um. Also, when I went to the store, I noticed something too that's kind of crazy. When I, I mentioned pedicure manicure, I get them. I don't really care. It's amazing. And you look clean. Okay? I don't know everybody else, but I know when I go in the shower, I wash behind my ears. People seem to, you know, not do that. I also wash my uh, my ankles. I wash by my Achilles, you know, by my Achilles tendon. I scrub that down. I actually wash my feet. I don't let the soap from my body just run down there like it's clean. No, I wash my feet. I wash between my toes. You know, you do the normal things you do in a shower. Well, uh, I guess a lot of people don't wash their ankles. Because I was in the store getting some bread and some milk. And I'm online. And I see this man's ankles. And there was... If you take your finger right now, okay, and you pl- and you actually place it on your ankle and you rub around there, okay, that's the area I'm talking about. Right there. Right before the heel, but right under the ankle. Okay? It was like my man ran through a mud puddle and then just washed his feet and his leg, but said, you know what? Fuck the ankle. Because it was absolutely disgusting. And not only did I notice it on this man. I noticed it on a few women. Okay. Now I live in New York City. And I wear flip flops in my house. I wear them at the beach. I wear them at a beach resort. Um, I wear them probably where there's going to be sand. I'll tell you all, I never wear flip flops. In the city. On a subway. I don't care how fucking hot it is bro. I ain't putting flip flops on. In the city. The city floor. Is so disgusting. With people's litter. Spit. There's piss. You don't know what you're walking into. You're walking into a city. You have no idea. What was on that floor. A minute ago. And then you're wearing flip flops. With open toes. Hanging out. Your ankles hanging out. I've seen some people with flip flops. That the flip flop is is clearly too short and your heel is actually hitting the concrete so the back of your heel looks like like something from a gargoyle i mean it's it's unbelievable so women wear sandals all the time and you know that's women that's cool you know if you're a man and you wear flip-flops in the city what can i say that's cool too i just think it's disgusting that's my own opinion so I've seen a, a lot of women with, with flip flops as the weather's getting warmer, but I also see the same dirt by the ankle. So what's going on? Like what? I've seen a lot of people with dirty ankles, clean faces and dirty ankles. It's really, it's outrageous. Um, are you not washing your ankles in the shower? Are you not bending down? You know, what are you what are you doing? One of the worst things I saw was I was online. This guy had his little headphones on, his little Apple earbuds, and he has another, I guess, another homemade Mad Max haircut, much like mine. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, man, I mean, this guy did he even look in the mirror? I mean, I tried to use a mirror when I cut my hair. I tried to make it even, but it's not. But this guy was like, you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to just pretend that I can't see anything and just buzz my head. So he has a lot of missing patches on his head. Uh, he almost has like a rat tail, but not really where it's supposed to be. More like left middle forehead. I mean, left middle forehead. Left middle behind the head. Then directly at the tail of his uh, back of his head. So it looks kind of funny. But looking at his stupid haircut, I also noticed his ears. Behind his ears were definitely yellow. Um, it looked like somebody had... What's a spice? 
trying to think of a spice that's yellow. I don't know. Imagine like somebody took like a a yellow, you know, piece of chalk and then crunched it up like cocaine and then put that on their finger and then just wipe behind the back of their ear. Like, did you not clean my ears today, sir? Because that was wild. Uh, I also noticed that my neighborhood is basically New Orleans Mardi Gras 2.0. There's people outside, about 50, 60 people, hanging out, drinking on the streets, and whatever. And it's fine. It's, you know, no problem. But wear your mask, people. You know, maybe you shouldn't be hanging out in front of the store serving alcohol. Get your drink and go. So when I came back home, I had a zigzag through people hanging out with no mask on. Probably most of the younger kids in the neighborhood just not caring about, you know, the coronavirus. When obviously this shit is somewhat serious because people are dying from it. But these kids are out here drinking and they don't care. And I get it. It's been eight weeks. You're cooped up in your house. You want to do something. I'm not saying not to drink. I'm not saying not to hang out. I'm just saying get your alcohol from the bar. Maybe go around the corner. Go someplace else that's a little bit, you're a little bit more, more room to hang out. If you're all hanging out on the same block, 65 people in front of a bar, I mean, then what's the point of even trying to social distance at that point? But that's just me. So, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, thank you. But please take your little uh, loofah or your bar of soap or whatever you use and scrub your ankles and scrub behind your ears. Because that's crazy. You know, I know I know a guy who told me he brushes his teeth, you know, not every day. Because he don't go out and do, do nothing. Okay, brush, brushing your teeth is really not for anybody else. Brushing your teeth is for yourself. Because your teeth will go rotten. You will have uh, bacteria. You will have gunks of shit that you have been not brushing build up. On your teeth. Uh, you also have bad breath. Now don't get me wrong. If you're by yourself. You don't give a shit. You don't even. You're, if you're living by yourself. You probably don't even know you have bad breath. Because you're not smelling yourself. But I guarantee you. If you take your tongue. And lick the back of your hand. And then smell it. Okay. Maybe don't do that. Unless you're sitting down. Maybe sit down then do it. Because I don't want you to pass out. Because so I did it once. And it smelled unbelievable. It smelled like a fucking raw sewer. Okay? So you have to brush your teeth every day. I brush my teeth every day. I also floss. Now who is this for? It's for me. For my hygiene. Number one. Number two. It's also for my girlfriend. Because imagine trying to kiss your girlfriend. And you got dragon breath. Nobody wants that bro. Right? Nobody wants that, that shitty dog ass breath. So you have to brush your teeth for yourself and for your partner. Because there's nothing sexy about it. Nothing says about trying to give someone a kiss. Okay? And it, when they pucker up, it looks like a horse's asshole. And also smells like one. So please, brush your teeth every day. Right? You know, the, the, dirty, the dirty people that were before the coronavirus are going to be dirty after it. But the rest of us... Let's let's keep it going for our yourself. Don't keep it going for somebody. Keep it going for yourself. I know people are like, oh, I wash, I take a shower every every other day. I mean, I guess that's cool if you're not going out, you know. But I have a little tip. How about a shower every day? How about instead of saying, oh, I have laundry. Well, I'm sure everybody has swimming trunks. I got three pairs of swimming trunks. So you know what you could do to save money on laundry. You could. Wear your swimming trunks in the house. Right? Then when you shower, you can wash the swimming trunks, hang those up, and put on another pair of swimming trunks. Now, you don't have to wash your clothes because you're not, you're not wearing underwear. You're not wearing shorts. You're just wearing swimming trunks. What's the big deal? There you go. Laundry safe. Now, obviously, if you go out, well, I mean, you know what? If you're going outside in swimming trunks, you know, who cares? Rock out. I guess it doesn't matter. You don't have to wear pants right now. You ain't going anywhere. Definitely not going to work. You're not seeing your friends. So if you want to go out to the supermarket 
with swimming trunks, I'm not going to knock you. Sometimes swimming trunks, you don't even know the swimming trunks. They look like actual shorts. So that's just a way to, you know, save some money, save some laundry. Just just an idea, just a, a suggestion. Uh, my girlfriend's father called the house. He called every week. He, he actually lives in Greece. And I kind of overheard their conversation a little bit. And they were talking about me. And it was really the first time that uh, I met her father. So for I went to Greece twice, right? Uh, I think it was 2016 and 2018. So we were supposed to do a Rome trip in 2018. But, uh, you know, her yaya, which is grandma in Greek, was not in the best of health. So we canceled the Rome trip to go to Greece to see her. Because I, I felt, and I don't want to be morbid, but I felt it might be the last time that, you know, we would see her. And, you know, un unfortunately it was. But I'm also happy that we got to see her again before she passed. Um, and my girlfriend went in 2019 by herself, though, just to check up on her dad and whatever in the house. So, you know, it was kind of sad, but she went, no, no, you know, her grandma's not there. But, you know, they kind of bond a little bit more because the loss of the grandma, which is sad. But I'm happy that she was there, uh, you know, at least in spirit. So that's good. Uh, but her, her Eva's grandma, whose uh, name is, my girlfriend's name is Avanthea. It was also, you know, that's how they named Eva, based on the grandma. And the other grandma was Catherine, or Katarina, which is Eva's sister's name. So that's how Greeks do it. Much like the Irish, we do the same thing, kind of. We name after, you know, a brother, an uncle, grandma, whatever. That's how the Irish people name their kids, too. Keep it all in the family. That's why you have 900 Tommies, or Ryans, or Bryans, you know? So, um, but yeah, she was a, she was a spunky yaya. Yeah, yeah. she, uh, she was pretty funny. I enjoyed her company. Uh, she spoke both Greek and English. So I didn't really have to be too much translating for me. The funny thing was sometimes she would get angry because I'm not speaking Greek. And she wants me to speak Greek and go to school to speak Greek. Well, that's a hard language, so no. It's a hard no pass for that. But the funny thing is she would sometimes talk to me in Greek, totally forget that she was speaking English. And then I would answer her in English, and then she would say, "Oh, you learn you learn Greek?" No, yeah, yeah, I did not learn Greek. Uh, that was in English. You are listening to me in English because you speak both languages. And then she used to laugh at that all the time. So that's pretty funny. But um, they were talking about me the first time I went there. Now listen, we already spoke about we already spoke about shit stories. On an actual episode about shitting your shitting shitting stories, but this is really embarrassing because you know when you go to someone's house and you're spending a week or a weekend or whatever, or you're spending the day and you're eating and you're drinking, you know sometimes you gotta go to the bathroom. Now I really try not to, you know, take a shit in my friend's house or anyone's house that's not a family member because it's kind of embarrassing. Especially if you, you know, throw a bomb in there and now the whole house smells like shit because you went in there. It's embarrassing, dude. It really is. Unfortunately, you know, I had to go. We spent two weeks there. So what am I going to do? Hold my shit for two weeks? No, you have to go. So I try to go either early in the morning, late at night, you know. But your body's going to tell you when it's got to go. You can't just control it like that. Now, what's embarrassing is... The story that they were that they were telling that I overheard was when I first went there. Like the second day, we're talking boom, boom. It's in the morning. We're having breakfast. You know, I feel it in my belly. I, I feel it. It's, it's, it's brewing. Now I'm like, oh, my God, dude, I got to go to the bathroom. Okay. Now, a Greek toilet bowl looks nothing like an American toilet bowl. It's shaped differently. The plumbing looks different. You know, I don't know what's going on. They have a tank. I have a tank too. 
in 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 some some places in the city you have tank toilets probably mostly in small houses or uh, private homes houses if you live in a building especially in the bronx you, you don't have a tank you have a flushometer now you can put anything in a toilet bowl in the bronx and that shit's going down dude the amount of force the flushometer flushes it's powerful so you can flush anything in a Bronx bathroom. I just want to be straight on that. On the, in the Queens bathroom, or at least where I live, I have a tank. But my tank is kind of powerful. You know, most people might have tank toilets. Uh, in Greece, it's a tank toilet. But like I said, it's built and designed differently. So I had to use a bathroom. I go to flush. Uh-oh. It's clogged. No big deal. I'll get a plunger. Take care of this. No plunger. I'm like, what kind of house does have a plunger? Oh, this one. That's cool. Um, now, I work in maintenance, right? So I know what to do. It's my own shit. So I try, I try to get like a plastic bag. Try to do this. Try to do that. And nothing's really... It, it's still... It's it's still clogged, right? Nothing's going on. I even try to take water from a bucket and pour it in the toilet bowl to get that extra force, maybe to unclog it to go down. That didn't work. Kind of made it a little bit worse. I don't know what to do. I mean, I'm in there for a good half hour. I'm sweating. It's hot. It's hot in Greece. It's always hot in that bathroom. I probably lost six pounds of water weight in that bathroom trying to unclog the toilet bowl. Now I have no choice but to tell... Eva's dad, I clogged toilet bowl. So I tell him, and he was totally understandable. He totally understood what happened. He was like, no big deal. It happens. I'll take care of it. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'll take care of it. Give me the plunger. He said, you don't have a plunger. I said, okay, no problem. We'll go to the store. We'll get one. Now, he didn't know how to say plunger in Greek. And neither, neither did Eva. But we went to the store. We did this, you know, typical sign language for a plunger. My girlfriend knew toilet, so she said toilet, whatever that is. And then, you know, I went like I made like the clogging motion with my hands, and the girl knew, and she walked us to the plunger. Boom, we bought it. I still don't know how to say it. I remembered how to say it back then, but now I don't remember how to say it. Now this guy, Eva's father, has been trying to unclog toilet bowl since we left to buy the plunger. To know, to know, he did not succeed. Right, he he called it the the uh, the American bombing of Greece because that's basically what I did, bro. And I felt bad, I felt embarrassed, but you know we laughed at it. Once I got the plunger, I mean, four sucks, chook 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 chook, whoo, water went down, everything was cool, right? Everything was fine, no big deal. All but very embarrassing, dude. Like you know, and I I said please don't do it, I'll do it, but he did it anyway because it's his house, so. I don't know what happened in Greece, but all of a sudden, my poops have been much smaller, much better, I think much healthier than ever before. I never had to use a plunger since that day in Greece. So I don't know what's going on in Greece, but it changed my bodily, it changed my bowel movements tremendously. Which I'm thankful for because once you had a clog, you know, you had to unclog a toilet bowl, you know, at least twice a month, once a month, that's too much. Now I don't even use my plunger because it has never happened since. So that's great. Uh, but now, because I was so embarrassed about doing that in Eva's house, in her dad's house, in Greek, I'm like, oh my God, we're outside, we're going for a walk. Okay, I feel it again. Rumble in the tummy. I'm like, Eva, what's closer, the supermarket or your dad's house? My girlfriend's like, oh, no, you have to go to the bathroom. I said, yo, Eva, it's bad. We've got to pick it. we got to make a decision. What's closer? She said, the supermarket. I said, let's go. We we'll walk We walk very fast to the supermarket. And we get to the supermarket. I go back to the bathroom, and I use the men's bathroom. I open the door. Bro, there's piss everywhere. There's piss on the wall. There's piss on the toilet bowl, on the floor, in the toilet bowl. It was disgusting. It smelled like piss. I couldn't even use the bathroom. It's a single bathroom, but it says man. 
Then in the middle, then basically the bathroom in the supermarket, you open the door, straight ahead of you there's a sink, to the right there's the men, to the left there's a women's bathroom. Okay, men's bathroom, disgusting, destroyed, can't use it, horrible. Women's bathroom, I knock on the door, no one answers, I went in there. It's really not a women's bathroom, it's really just a bathroom, but just put a women's sign on it. You know, technically it's just a bathroom. It's not like there's many women going in there. It's just one toilet. So I go in the bathroom. I lock the door. I'm doing what I have to do. Not even 40 seconds in the bath in the bathroom. I hear. I'm like, uh, you know, I must be in Greek. So I said, okay, you know, okay. I did the best I can. I got a Greek accent. Okay, you know, and. And I'm like, oh my god! I just told this woman, okay. Like I, you know, I said okay, and I, I bang back. I'm like, yo, okay, something in here, thanks. Again, like you know, mid push. I'm like, bro, what is this fucking lady's problem, right? Like I'm in here. She hears me saying something. Maybe I'm not speaking Greek, but you hear a voice. So someone's in there. She don't stop, dude. I'm sounding. I'm getting mad. So now I can only think of one word that I know in Greece, in Greek. And I was like, Yasas, which means like, hello. I was like, Yasas. And then it was kind of a bit pause. Nothing. And then all of a sudden, and I screamed out, Yasas, motherfucker. Like, you know, you don't see me. Then she stopped banging. Now, I don't know if she understood Motherfucker, I didn't mean to curse, but bro, you're harassing me for like 40 seconds of non-stop banging when you hear a voice, bro, back out, you know? Let's say I went to another country and I knock on the door and this guy's speaking to me in a language I don't know. Okay, someone's in there. I hear a human voice. Bro, back the fuck up. This woman didn't care. So now whatever, I'm in the bathroom. I clean myself up, wash my hands while I come out. She's standing right in front of the bathroom door looking at me like, you know, shaking her head. And then she said something to me, which I don't know what she said. But then I knew another curse word came to my mind. And no, it wasn't Malacca. Because everyone knows, oh, Malacca, Malacca, you know. Everyone knows that. But I knew something that came to my mind that Eva's dad actually taught me. Which was really Nafaskata. Now, Nafaskata means eat shit. Right? So I, that actually was probably the best curse word I can think of telling this woman who went into the bathroom right after me. Nafaskata, like, yo, eat shit because she's going to the bathroom where I just took a shit. So ironically, it was kind of funny. What wasn't funny is that, you know, now I'm in Greece and a lot of people, you know, obviously speak Greek, not English. So half the store heard me say that half the store looked at me like oh look another idiot american and i'm like Oop, you know whatever i got out of there we left my girlfriend's like what happened i told her what happened she's laughing but i did i saved myself the embarrassment of eva's dad i don't care about the people in the supermarket i'm never gonna see them again i mean i, I did see them again during my trip but what do i give a shit for what they think you know i i really care about uh, respecting my girlfriend's father's bathroom. I don't care about the supermarket bathroom at all. That bathroom can kiss my ass, really. So I don't know what made them talk about that, but I figured I'd share it with you because I, I thought it was a funny story. Yasas! Yasas! Like, yo, get out. Get back. Jesus Christ. Uh, So that's that's it, really. You know, we covered my weekend, which was kind of interesting. Talked about some games. Here's a story I just told you. Uh, you know, we're going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, Scott is still working on the Spider-Man uh, episode. So am I. We kind of got backed up because we got backtracked. Um, I couldn't find a few of my Spider-Man games, which I did find. So I'm playing those now. So hopefully we get together to make the Spider-Man episode he wants to do. He got his mic. Uh, and we both downloaded Zoom. So it should be interesting. So hopefully we have that out. Hopefully next episode. But definitely ep- the episode after. Uh, for sure. 
And I want to give a shout out to Unofficial Controller Podcast. Uh, they always have a good episode out every week. The um, Minecraft stream is awesome. Uh, you should check it out on the YouTube channel. The GOGP show, which is now Ghost of Gamers Past. He's been a little quiet, but he fixed up my website. He put my podcast on the website, so I appreciate that. Thank you very much, sir. And uh, other than that, you know, it's been fun. And I'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace out.